Hello and welcome. This is Coaching for Creatives and we are talking about sales tips for freelancers. My name is Aura McKay and I am your host. I'm also the founder of Business of Creativity, where we are committed to serving and supported photographers, graphic designers, and other freelance creatives. And we mostly want to support you in figuring out how to make more money, stress less, and feel confident running your business. And one of the biggest things that all freelancers struggle with is sales. So we're going to have some conversation today about the five tips for, actually, I think I might even have six tips for you. What are my top tips for sales for freelancers? Tip number one, listen more than you talk. This can be really counterintuitive for a lot of freelancers. A lot of times when we get to that sales conversation where somebody is actually inquiring about hiring us, we can feel really intimidated. This is the time when a lot of those imposter gremlins can come up and start haunting us. Is in that moment when we are confronted with having to sell ourselves. And I think this is where the disconnect happens because in a sales conversation, you aren't actually selling yourself. What you're doing is you're listening, you're gathering information, you're learning what kind of problems does this person or business have, what kinds of solutions do they think are important to them. You're listening to them. One of my biggest pet peeves is being on a sales call with someone where I am potentially going to be investing with them. And they spend that whole call talking about themselves and they never really give me a chance to feel heard. I don't know if they understand my problem and I walk away just feeling kind of like, meh, that was kind of weird. So don't do it. Don't turn off your prospects by doing marketing in a sales conversation. Because as I discussed before, there are three stages of marketing. And if you're in that promotional stage, when you should have moved into the sales stage, your prospect is going to get turned off. So number one, listen more than you talk. And in order to be able to listen more than you talk, you need to, number two, have a framework. I know a lot of people really struggle with, I don't want to sound too salesy. I don't want to follow a script. I don't want it to feel stiff. I want to show up authentically in my business. I totally get it. And I am with you. I don't like any of those things myself. And what I found, though, is that if I don't have a framework to guide the sales conversation, the prospect guides the conversation. And they don't know what the end destination ought to be. They don't know what services or solutions that you offer. Part of our job when we're in that sales conversation is to guide our prospect through the different stages to be able to really be clear on what their needs are and what they think is a great solution, to be able to be really clear on what they value and care about, and to get really clear on what any kinds of their concerns are. The only way you're gonna be able to do that is by listening to what they have to say and having that framework 
for being able to move them through that conversation. Part of that framework is having some questions or some different stages of that sales conversation to be able to say, okay, well, now we're in the discovery stage. Well, now we're in the rejection stage. Now we're in the established value stage. So one of the main tools that I offer in my business mastery program is a really detailed training on how to create your own framework for selling your services successfully. So you're listening more than talking. You've got a great framework. Now it comes to creating the proposal or the estimate. Some of you are going to be offering your photography services on packages that, or your design services as packages. That's great. That's fantastic. Most of my clients are doing custom quotes, although they're not exactly custom because in the back of your mind, you want to have an outline or a framework for the ideal offer or your target offer, and you want to guide them to that outcome. You still need to create the custom quote or the custom proposal for them. Here's one of the big mistakes that a lot of freelancers make. They say, great, thanks for all the information. They're on the sales call. I'll send you that proposal in the next day or two. Then they hang up and then they send the proposal and then they wait. And I know you've been here. You've sent your proposal. You're sitting there. You're waiting. Is it too soon to follow up? When do I follow up? Am I being too pushy? So when you are in that sales conversation, let them know that you want to present your proposal. There's a whole bunch of really great benefits to presenting your proposal. One, you're going to be booking that proposal call to be able to present it to them. So you'll have a specific time when you're going to get on the phone and continue the sales conversation. So you won't have to stress about when do I follow up? Number two, when you book that opportunity to present your proposal, you're going to know who the decision makers are. A lot of times our first phone call with a prospect, the decision makers aren't necessarily on that call. You want to be able to get on a call with the decision makers and present your solution to them. Book that appointment to present the proposal. And the last thing that it allows you to do is it allows you to handle any objections as they come up. It allows you to be able to adjust or accommodate new information or new ideas. So whenever possible, my, my number three sales tip for you is present your proposals. Don't just email them, don't just send them, but present your proposals. And of course, part of that is about booking the follow-up call. So tip number four is always book your follow-up call. Even if you're not presenting your proposal, always book a time to follow up with them so that you're not having to chase them down. You're not having to worry about them ghosting you. You have clear agreements and communications. It's just going to make it easier for both of you. So asking specifically, when can we book a follow-up call? When are you going to have your decision by? Great. I'll book a time in my calendar to reach out and give you a call on that day. So make sure that you are booking that call. All right, folks, we have gone through four, actually, yeah, four tips already. Listen more than talk. Have a framework for your call. 
Present your proposals. Don't just email them. Book that follow-up call. And my last tips for you are handle objections before price. You're like, what? Handle any, all other objections that they might possibly have before you present your price. If you are presenting a proposal for a photo shoot, you want to make sure that you are asking people, hey, does that timeline look good? Does that production schedule look good? Does the distribution of who's going to handle what look good? Is there anything else that you want from a photographer that you're not seeing here? Is there any reason why you would say no to this proposal? Handle all of those objections before you get to price. Because oftentimes people use price as an objection when really it's something else. And then you have to dig around and figure out what that something else is. A lot of times if you say the price first, there might be other objections and you're just focused on trying to fix the price objection that even if you fix it, they're still not going to hire you. Always make sure that you handle as many of those objections before you present your price. And then you can finally say, great. So, and you review all of the things that you're going to do for them, all of the ways that you're going to handle their concerns, all of the solutions that you're going to provide. And then you tell them the price. Number five, you must ask for the sale. I know it feels awkward. I know it doesn't feel yummy the first few times that you do it. I know it can be hard. So would you like to work together? So are you ready to move forward? So would you like me to send the contract? So are you ready to pay the deposit? It can feel uncomfortable the very first time that you do it. I get it. And you must ask for the sale. As soon as you ask for the sale, stop talking. Yeah, silence can be a little weird and a little uncomfortable, but it gives them time to process. It gives them time to make a clear decision. It gives them time to sit with their own feelings and their own questions. And it forces them to make some kind of a decision before you can move forward. It's really challenging. I get it, but do it. You must ask for the sale and then stop talking. Those are my six tips for you for today. We've got listen more than talk, have a framework that leads them in a particular direction to a point of value, present your proposals, especially present your proposals to the decision makers. <clears throat> Book your follow-up call, handle all of your objections before you say the price, and ask for the sale. Please let me know which of these tips resonated most with you. Thank you so much for being here with me live or watching this on the replay. I will see you next time on Coaching for Creatives. I'm Aura McKay. Have a fantastic day. <music>